If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's teaching of Real Christianity with your teacher, Mosley Collins. Each week, we try to bring you a study of God's Word that will encourage and equip you to live a life that God can bless, to live a life of real Christianity. And now, I am proud to present your brother in Christ and my husband, Mosley Collins. Thank you, Lisa, and welcome to today's edition of Real Christianity, where we try and bring you scripturally-based insight on how to live a life that God can bless. And today I'm happy because I've got some wonderful ladies in the studio with me. Um, They are the leaders of Pregnancy Pregnancy Support Group in Woodland, California. And people, they tell me, call it PSG, Pregnancy Support Group. And I have Carol Duty. Hello, Carol. Hey. How are you doing? Fine, thanks. She's the director, and I have Christy Sieber. Hi there. Hi, Christy. And uh, she's on the board, and she sometimes helps out doing ultrasounds for these ladies. So... Carol, tell us a little bit about PSG, Pregnancy Support Group of Woodland, California. Well, Pregnancy Support Group has been around since 1983, and uh, it started out with a very small group of um, just Bible-believing folks from churches all over town and it, uh, to help women in crisis pregnancy. And it started out where we didn't even have an office. We actually took appointments on a hotline, and they would go and the, they would make their appointments. The girls would go in. And they would just do pregnancy tests. Well, we've grown significantly since then, obviously. We have an office that's open uh, every day uh, of the business week. We're working on Saturdays. And, <laughs> and we're, um, where we still do the pregnancy tests and the crisis counseling and that sort of thing, uh, we also do ultrasounds. And uh, we have a Mommy Bucker and Why You Learn curriculum so that we can kind of build a relationship with girls over the period of time where they're learning these things to be good mommies. And they well, get let me stuff. just say this. How great it is that God raises up groups like yours all over this country to help these innocent babies and their pregnant moms. Praise God. You know, God has not left himself without a witness in this country uh, to fight against this terrible evil called abortion. And so God bless you, Carol. Were you you there at the beginning? I was not there at the beginning, although I still have people that were there at the beginning that are still helping out. Still called of God. You know, I think every born-again Christian, is called of God to take a stand against abortion, Mm -hmm. which is the killing of innocent children. I don't think there's any way you can be unclear on what God's heart is on this. 
No, there's yeah. absolutely no way. To there's no way. There's no way. No. You know, if someone says, in fact, you know, there's a, a, a Catholic group. It's called, what is it? Uh, Priests for Life. Mm-hmm. And they're very strong. Have you ever heard them, Christy? Yes. Yeah. And what they taught me is if someone says, well, I'm pro-abortion, what their, their strategy is to say, oh, well, let me just be clear on what you're for. So you're, you're for the uh, killing of an innocent child. Mm-hmm. You're for uh, a doctor inserting an instrument into the mother's womb and pulling the legs and arms off a, an innocent child. That's what you're for? Abortion can only survive in the dark. Right. You know, if you, uh, my listeners, there are abortion places in Sacramento, and it breaks the heart of God. But if you ride by those places, like Planned Parenthood on B Street, they look fine from the outside. You can't see what goes on on the inside. You can't see how the babies are killed in there and then thrown in the garbage, and they make their grave in some garbage dump or they're burned in some incinerator. That only it can exist in the dark because when people actually saw what it was, they'd say, well, no, I'm not for that. Oh, that? No, I'm not for that. So anyway, God bless you, Carol. God bless you, Christy, for your, your work and how God called you and called me and called people all over this country to stand against this. Mm-hmm. So tell me how many um, people you have helping you at PSG? Oh, well, it varies because uh, in the economy today, we lose a lot of women that would love to help and they have to work. But uh, we have uh, anywhere from 10 to 15 people at any given point between volunteers. We have only three paid staff, though. Okay. Everybody else is volunteer. Well, that's the work of God, isn't it? Yes, very much so. (laughs) I am grateful for every single one. That's the work of God. (laughs) <clears throat> and uh, Christy, you tell us about the ultrasound. You guys have an ultrasound machine. We do, yes. And you, uh, you're you're partly you're one of the people that run that. Yes, I help out. And um, there's a an RN that also does it. Yes, Kathy is the main uh, person to. Run so the why machine. you think an ultrasound is important for today's battle? Oh yeah, absolutely. And why is that? Well, girls are told that what they are what they have is just a blob of tissue that it's right. not a baby. Right. And we know that that's not true. Correct. We can see a baby and we can see a heartbeat at day 18. Correct. Um, we can see a baby that's sucking its thumb and its arms and legs are moving. And yes. There's a visible spinal cord. And yes. You can see all of that. Yes. Uh, very, very early. Um, yes. Eight weeks. So that begins to be pretty clear that this is actually a baby. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I, I, think the, I think the doctors <laughs> that perform abortions, they also know it's a baby. That's not a secret. You they know have what I mean? How yeah. cold, how hard-hearted yeah. would you have to be no, I, I to can. be killing babies yeah. for money? But they know. They've been to medical school. They've seen all the pictures, and they've done, they know these things to be true, and yet they still manage to get past what they know to be true and, and serve well, a different purpose. <laughs> and as the abortion is performed, they have to see what's, what's being removed from the mother. Yeah. And they, they <clears throat> Arms, legs, yes. hands, yeah. heads. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a scripture, there's a bunch of scriptures that are wonderful on this subject, but I'm just going to read my, my audience one. This is Psalms 139, beginning of verse 13. And the psalmist is talking to God. He says, For you, God, have possessed my range. You have covered me in my mother's womb. 
I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are all your works, and that my soul knows right well. My substance was not hidden from you, God, when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in your book all my members were written before they were fashioned, when there was yet none of them. How precious also are your thoughts towards me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. The Bible over and over again tells us that God knows these babies. In fact, in Jeremiah 1.5, the Bible says, Before you formed me in my mother's womb, before I formed you in, my, in your mother's womb, I knew you, says the Lord. God knows these babies. And uh, how, must, how, much, how it must break the heart of God when the mother goes in to kill the baby. Known of God, planned of God. I like to tell mommies that when I, I call them mommies. I do that all the time. When they come in and I'm trying to tell them that God has a special plan. Yes. That, it, that it's not just this mystery. God really yes. knows precisely the plan for the baby and yes. for the mommy. Mm-hmm. That, that there's a there's a, a, a plan here to, yes. to be happy and to prosper and, and grow. And based on that, based on the verse that God, in fact, knows us from before we were right. born. So. And, you know, the the act of conception is not a chance. It's like God chooses. In, in, the, in the act of conception, there's like 400 million sperm and one egg. Right. And God chooses one sperm. He says, that one I choose for life. And how are, who are we to say no right. after God chose that? And God has a plan. And the thing that people don't understand because they're young is that when they grow older, that child will be such a joy and such a help. And I've said this many times, but my mom's 87 years old, and she'll tell you, I don't think I'd even be alive except for Mosley because I've been there for her as the years went on. And I've helped her in, in every way I could. And this, these babies are not always going to be a burden. These babies are someday going to be a huge blessing. And they are a blessing from the beginning, from, from the moment on. But they're going to be a, a real... How many moms and, and dads have been blessed by their children as they grew up? You know, wow. But the very sad thing is that our society allows young people to not even have any... Um, respect for the um, sanctity of marriage right they um, promote sexual promiscuity right um our laws allow abortion so we can't conceive that our government would allow us to do anything that would be harmful to us yeah because they're supposed to protect us right um and especially people who just maybe don't know the lord maybe don't know the lord yet yeah um have an ignorance to the, the things of the Lord. Yeah. Um, but, but the promises that we know that the Lord can use um, and will use all things for his glory for those who are called according to his purposes. And so even those of us who have um, bought into that lie, um, God heals. He is a healing God. In fact, that reminds me, you have been on the other side of this thing as a young girl, right? Yes. You had an abortion as a young girl. I was actually 25 and married. Wow. I was going to school. Um, and was what was had it? A career. Tell me what the lie that was presented to you at that time. Well, um, 
I was living in New York City. Uh, I was I was a flight attendant. I was very um, set set. So I thought, and I was going to school to start. Um, Were you saved? As a child, but not living a life for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, away I knew better. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew that what I was doing was wrong. But I also knew my husband wouldn't be supportive at the time, and so I made the choice. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no placing blame on him. I didn't mm-hmm. even present him with the option mm-hmm. because I felt like it would be harder for me to conceive the thought of keeping this child and then him reject both of us. Mm-hmm. So I just made the cho- choice for both of us um, to not continue with the pregnancy out of selfishness. Um, yeah, trying to. I'd kind of made my marriage more important, my marriage and my lifestyle both more important. Your career as a as a flight attendant, and how old would that baby be today? My baby would be fourteen or fifteen, and um, now I have a stepdaughter who's about nine months from that age. So it's interesting. Mm -hmm. I see her sometimes and wonder. Yeah, and how did it? How did it? Did you at some point? How how did that play out in your life? The fact that you had that abortion, were you was this something you thought about as years went by? Or? Oh sure, sure. It wasn't long after that that I started having those desires of wanting a child. Um, not maybe at that point in time in my life, mm-hmm. but eventually. And then um, when I hit my early thirties, really wanting to be a mother and um, struggling to get pregnant, but my marriage was struggling also and. Um, and then at, there was a point in time when I did rededicate my life to the Lord. And, um, and I, what did you do with the decision you made way back then when you came back to the Lord? Did, oh, did you and the Lord talk about that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. His total repentance. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing else you can do with that, but lay it at the Lord's yeah. feet and ask for forgiveness. Yeah. And um, he's a healing God. Yes, he um, is. Not all of the healing came right then because Mm -hmm. you carry a lot of guilt and a lot of shame and things that you don't even realize you're carrying with you at that moment. But I was forgiven and I knew that. Uh Um, And I think that sometimes that's where women in our in our Christian community uh, struggle. We know we're forgiven, but we don't know the guilt and the shame that we're still carrying that still affects us in our emotions and. Um, we haven't completely known his healing hand and his yeah. healing touch on our life in that area. Um, and it, it comes out in many different ways that we wouldn't even recognize. Yeah. You know, um, they say that 43% mm-hmm. of women sitting in church have had an abortion. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we want to tell people today, and I always try and do this in every message, because people feel condemned if they've had an abortion. And men do too, because they stood by and let that happen. Mm-hmm. And men are supposed to protect their children. Is that there's forgiveness for, for, for people in God. There's forgiveness for men and women on the abortion issue in God. That he's wanting you to come to him and get forgiveness. That terrible secret you have locked way back in that back room that you don't want anyone to open that door, but still gets out. And you're sitting there in church with a big smile on your face and you wish you could get healed. But there is healing. There's healing in the Lord. And there's even programs you can go through mm-hmm. to find that healing. Do you guys have any programs like that? We do. We have uh, a post-abortion Bible study that we 
work with, and we're working to structure one with, through a church. Through. So I want to say to the listeners who have had an abortion that it's not the unforgivable sin, that Jesus will forgive you, wants to forgive you, loves you, and wants you to be so whole on this subject. I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with your host, attorney Mosley Collins. You can get a free copy of today's message on CD or any of Mosley's other messages by calling our office at 916-444-4444. Now let's get back to today's message. Thank you, darling. You know, one of the passages that plays in my mind when I hear people talk about uh, women who've had abortions is Matthew chapter five, verse four, blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. And really, I think coming to grips with what happened is important and beginning to mourn because you will be comforted by the Lord if you seek his help. And you know, we're so, we speak so much, we, t- we tell people what an evil and terrible thing abortion is, but we don't wanna condemn the young girl or the girl even at 25 or 30 or 40 who had an abortion. Because, you know, here's what Jesus said. When he was being killed on the cross, when the people he created were killing him, he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And that is God's approach to every person that's ever had an abortion. God wants to forgive them because they didn't fully know what they were doing. They don't do it realizing how terrible it is in the sight of God, and later they do. So now let's talk about your your ultrasounds. Mm-hmm. You're giving, how many do you think, you, every other week you have ultrasounds, right? Yes. And how many girls are you helping there? We do about, um, just on ultrasounds, we'll do about 12 or 15 scans. And um, we do it every other week. So we get about 24 to 30 girls over a period of a, of a month. We do it. And we actually have in place, Christy, that's in town there. Kathy comes from Vacaville. But uh, if we have somebody that wants to do an ultrasound, if she's in crises, hasn't quite made her choice up to come in, if she wants to, to do an ultrasound. And that's when we can really see, oh, my gosh, there's a baby. Oh, I bet that is amazing. Tell me some of the things you've seen like that. Um, I've had a lot of girls, especially young ones, um, cutesy little girls or, you know, flat little tummies. And they're like, no, you know, I'm pregnant. It doesn't mean anything (laughs) to them. It has no real concept to them. So for them to see an ultrasound, see their heart beating, there's just the flutter of the heart beating. And you can't, and some girls, I mean, are farther along. Usually I have to say most girls are farther along than they realize when they come into the office. And so for them to get to see, they can actually see the hands or the thumb in the mouth and they're just shocked. Oh I mean, my just gosh. shocked because you can't deny what your eyes are looking at. Right. And so then they're, they're just, what do you do at that point? You can say, okay, here now, now what? Right. Now this is what we can do to help you. Then we, right. we kind of turn the corner and we start rolling up our sleeves, figuring out what does this yeah. girl need right. to make this work for her. Right. What do you percentage of people come in and actually see their baby, do you think, end up saving their baby? Uh, I think in pregnancy support group in our office, I 
only know in the 13 years I've been there, probably one girl that has absolutely decided not to. Everybody wow. else. That Everybody have, else. Yes. Everybody else. Yes. And they are out there, those girls that are so dedicated to their goal, their plan, whatever they've got set for their lives, that, that they can shut down those feelings. Gosh, that's a great work you're doing. I love it. That's a great work you're doing. You know, I, w- I remember going to see the ultrasound for my little, my little granddaughter. She's now a year and um, two months old. And we were all so thrilled to see that ultrasound. And, you know, that, that ultrasound, you know, science works against us sometimes, medical science. That's how, you know, in Jesus' day, they didn't have the medical know-how to kill a million-plus babies a year. Now we do. Oh, we're so smart. Isn't that a terrific step forward? Now we know how to kill babies. But ultrasound now that's helping us that's turning the tide and so now more than the majority of people in usa say abortion's wrong and it's because of the ultrasound so if people want to help psg carol they can call you guys at 530-661-6333 yep you can help by just calling them up and say i'm going to pray for you we need prayer coverage, oh, especially since huge. we've started our conversion process. We've noticed a lot of just crazy things going on, and so yeah. we just we need that. Well, the devil hates what you're doing. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can send them money. You can come volunteer your time. Yes. If you want to get involved in this, there's lots of ways. If you can't remember that phone number, you call me at 444-4444, and we'll give you their phone number, we'll give you their address, and we'll hook you up. So just know this. That God hates abortion, and he loves those who will fight against it. And that's what you and I, dear listener, are called to do in Jesus' name. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of Real Christianity. This program is sponsored by the Personal Injury Law Offices of Attorney Mosley Collins. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you need wise legal counsel. Attorney Mosley Collins has been helping injured people for over 28 years. He knows how to win your case. You can reach Attorney Mosley Collins and his legal staff by calling our office at 916-444-4444. There is never a charge until he wins your case. So just remember, dial all fours for legal help. Now here's a final word from Mosley. Thank you, Lisa. I don't want to end today's program without asking you, my listener, a very important question. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? I'm not asking you if you go to church. I'm not asking you if you call yourself a Christian. I'm asking you, do you have a daily personal relationship with Jesus? Have you ever prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, Or if you're not sure, call me at my office and I will take the time to pray with you and I will send you a free Bible. If you have any doubt concerning this, I hope you will call me and we will pray together for you to receive Christ and the gift of eternal life. Thank you for listening. From all of us here at Real Christianity, we pray that God will bless you and keep you and that you will live in the love of Jesus.
If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. 